Welcome to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Arnold Reasons. Tolly Talks. And we've got a few special guests here. I'm going to start off with my most special. Yeah, you better. Special, special. <laughs> <laughs> so special. <laughs> so special that I chose to spend the rest of my days with her. Hey. I'll echo myself. It's my wife, Nash. Amber. Set apart style. Marketing extraordinaire. Sorry, I was. Bro, I thought you said that. short intro. So can we? Can we? Move sorry, on, guys. Sorry. So there's my wife, and then we've also got. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Welcome, welcome, baby. And then we've got Gus. Oh my days. Hello, hello, welcome. <laughs> Where did all that extra bass come from? <laughs> Listen, I we can't help what the voice brings out. That's Ninja Man. <laughs> Gus. That's what comes out. The Ninja Man Gus in the place, and we've also got Jonas, the beloved. Come on. What's going on, bro? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having us. Yeah, appreciate thank you for having it. us, guys. Really appreciate it. No, anytime. You guys are great. Tony, what are we talking about today? Today, <laughs> <laughs> we have a very special episode called The Wounds of a Friend. Come on. So, I will give oh, a bit oh. of context. So, last week, <laughs> I got a call from Arnold, um, you know, in the middle of the day, kind of early afternoon. And he's like, yeah, 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 bro, what are you doing? And I'm like, you know, I'm chilling. He's like, oh, why don't you come over? I said, okay, cool. So I'm thinking, because, you know, I chill with Nash and Arnold sometimes. So I'm thinking, cool, we're going to chill. And so I called him later, you know, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's a plate of food for you and everything. And I'm thinking, right, the Lord has shined upon me. Because, yeah, because here's the thing, yeah. I'm, I'm still in that kind of that bachelor phase of my life. So yeah. a plate of food, it means a lot. Speaks to a man. Bruv, when I haven't had to cook it as well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm thinking, cool. And then he's like, oh, and Gus and his fiance are here too. I'm like, yeah, these are my people. I'm like, great. Yeah, boy, yeah. So, so I get there, right? You know, the food comes out. There is steak. There are vegetables. There's gravy. There's just goodness. I'm thinking, Lord, what did I do to deserve all this? <laughs> and then they're like, you got to hurry up, bro, because we've got dessert. I'm thinking, dessert? What? <laughs> and do you know what the dessert is, yeah? Well, I don't know. No, even Nash. Tell them what the dessert was, because oh Nash made the dessert. Yeah, tell them what the dessert was. It was um, homemade apple and pear crumble with custard. Listen, let me tell you that, something. Yeah. yeah, homemade. There was levels to that. Let apple me tell you. It was, oh my <laughs> it was. You know when they said, you know what manna means in the Bible? It's what is. What this? is that? <laughs> <laughs> it was heaven. Manna crumble. No, oh. no, that's no, what it's got to be called. Manna crumble. Manna crumble. It was so good. So I am so happy, right? And then, and then, my my lovely friends all said that there was uh, something they wanted to address with me, and we basically had like a mini intervention around this (laughs) (laughs) around this certain uh, this certain issue. And basically, what happened was for about an hour or more. I don't even remember. It I was like it was a time like warp. Hours, wow. <laughs> <laughs> My friends, they exhorted me. They Amen. corrected me. They oh. challenged me. Mm. And yeah, we there were some wounds. I, I definitely had to go <laughs> home <laughs> and, uh, and review my life. Yeah. Um, but there's a Bible verse that says, and I'm paraphrasing to the max right now, something along the lines of better are wounds from a friend 
or is it? I think it's a slap from a friend, then a, a kiss, kiss from, from an enemy. enemy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. And so we just we're just going to talk about the wounds of a friend because as we were having that conversation, we were saying that actually for us this is real fellowship. Yeah. This is relationship. Yeah. Being able to you know call out those things in people that may need to be called out mm. but it's all from a place of love so does it hurt yes it really hurt but what i found I funny never is that it. i just thought <laughs> <laughs> i'm coming i'm gonna chill there's gonna be food it was chill and there was food and then there was cutting like wow <laughs> there was pruning <laughs> it's like you sure for the food of five minutes later <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so now we've got some of the same people in the room, but we've got some different people in the room too. Yeah. So we're just going to talk a little bit about that. So I actually would like Gus to talk first because let let's let's be clear. Yeah, when we say Ninja Gus, Ninja, yeah, Ninja wow. Gus, but Gus was very let's say frank, and I'm not going to lie. Yeah, in the moment I was kind of like, jeez, bro, but actually, huh? Is he my friend, Lord? You know, like, what did I do to Gus? <laughs> but you know what, though? After when I really reflected out on it, I was actually really happy that you were able to be so open and so mm. honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even in the fact that it was cutting, I could tell that it was from a place of you cared, you know, and this yeah. is yeah. why you're saying what you're saying. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of start with you and hear your, your views on that, that wonderful evening <laughs> that we had. Uh, I think... From what you said there, bro, it's very self-explanatory in the sense that it is coming from that place of caring. Mm. And, you know, I always think about, um, you know, that idea of doing onto others that you would do onto yourself. Yeah, and yeah. if I feel a friend of mine is in a position where I feel that there could potentially be a blind spot. Yeah. <laughs> or, you compromised. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be a situation where if I put myself in these shoes, do I feel like I would like to get some kind of advice or I would like to get some kind of conversation from yeah. my peers to mm-hmm. help me in this situation? Mm-hmm. Um, and if I feel like that, I would only offer the same. So I think it was a marriage between those two. That understanding of if I was in your position, would I also request the same thing? And also um, the friendship mm-hmm. and the actual f- understanding that i do care about you like you are my good friend and i think just that in general i think is something that is um very niche in terms of the society we live in Mm -hmm. of just understanding that level of friendship where you're actually speaking to somebody in a way where um others may perceive it as negative (laughs) or pessimistic (laughs) or others may perceive it as you're not actually my friend but really like what you're saying when you think about it and you're understanding the heart of your friendship Mm. you know that it's always coming from a great place and i think Mm. it challenges um our friendship to really open our perspective to bigger things and Mm. seeing things from you know that ego perspective that we all desire to see from so Mm. That's where it comes from, bro. And I think, and I, I love the fact that we have that and I cherish that. And that's something that I want to aim to get to with all my friends, mm, even sure. ones who mm. are I'm not close friends yet with. For sure. So, and, yeah. And I feel like what was really interesting for me is that going into it, you guys all already had things that you'd been thinking about, mm. right? But what I really liked is that you all started by asking me questions. 
mm. right? And that was actually really big for me because it wasn't just like you'd had your opinions and then you just like blasted me with your opinions, yeah. mm. right? Everybody asked questions. There were things where people were unclear about and they probed that and then they built that into their understanding and said, oh, okay, actually, now I see where you're coming from with this, Yeah. but have you thought about this side of it? Yeah, yeah. And for me, that was actually really awesome, even just to watch it unfold, mm. just to yeah. see how actually everything got built up to that place. So there's something that I'm gonna say that I saw as well, right? Because mm. I think with friendship, this might sound weird, but outside of Christian circles, mm. if you're talking about people that aren't declaring the name of Jesus and stuff, things can be a lot more straightforward with people sharing their opinions. Yeah. To be like, no, I don't agree. Very no, true. we need to do this. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's very true. black and white. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. I think the closer that we sometimes get into our Christian circles, mm. it can get very <laughs> techy. Come where on. It's like, yeah. You've got a person who may say, for example, God has told me this. Oh, gosh. And the moment that someone no, says that, God not. Words, did not tell you anything. <laughs> who, who you said the God did not. No, no, because this is the truth. Like, and I wanted to talk about this because Ooh. what I noticed is that on that day, <laughs> that wasn't the position that you came from at all. No. But if it was, if it were the position that you came what from. What could you say to me? I think that, it, number one, it makes it very awkward. Mm. <laughs> Um, because it's kind of like what the Lord has said. <laughs> Prophelizer. But, but what I did. <laughs> but what I think I re- <laughs> But what I think I really valued, even just on reflection, as we're looking back on that day, is that the tone and the nature of that conversation from all sides, I think, cut through all of that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that if that was the angle you're coming from, I genuinely believe that everybody in that room still would have said what they said. Yeah. <laughs> and. And I feel like that's actually a place that we need to be at within our Christian relationships because, yes, we hear from God in our own ways, mm. but there's a place for discerning it and for it even being mm. tested amongst um, brothers and sisters in the faith. And I think mm. beyond that, once everybody has said their piece, the person receiving the information has the decision to make on how they're going to discern what is actually beneficial and actually consistent with what they know to be the truth and what isn't. Mm. But... Um, but yeah, I think just seeing the way that we were able in that conversation, because no one planned it, but the way it was able to I, just... I still don't believe that, to be no, very legit. honest with you. <laughs> I'm like, this is the a food setup. is you the know evidence what I'm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> of the plan. We, we were practicing Christian hospitality, bro. Like, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And we thought about our brother. Do you know what I mean? He really true did. Or false? <laughs> very true. <laughs> Do you know what, right? Joking aside, what I found interesting is that even on the way over mm. to your house, I felt like some of the stuff that came up was stuff that was going around in my mind and I felt like God was always <coughs> speaking to me about mm. certain ways. Mm. And that's what I think for me was really special about it was that that was already happening on the way. And yeah. then even the next day I had some conversations that I'm like, really, God, this whole weekend, <laughs> yeah, is just about this thing. Yeah. Um, but what I really liked about what you guys always offered is kind of like, look, this is how I feel or what I'm, I'm seeing, mm. but you need to take it away. It yeah. was never like a, you have to do this, you have to do yeah, that. Come on. It was very much like, this is how we feel. We're presenting mm. it to you. Mm. You do with it kind of what you want. Mm. So like Jonas, mm. like we've been friends for a long time mm. and we have had a lot of those conversations. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So like. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lords. <laughs> So unpleasant. They're they're uncomfortable. Yeah, they're uncomfortable sometimes. Um, And I find that you always ask 
the cutting questions. So like talk me through a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, because Jonas will ask you questions that make you think about your whole life real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm your friend. Why am I trying to Yeah, and then he'll laugh on the bush. <laughs> Brother, I will cut you. <laughs> I was like, exactly. Listen, I I'm not a ninja. I'm I'm that uncle, yeah, that you see coming with a knife. You know he's about to blood, cut you. For real. Blood knife. You can see, it's like, you know, one of those um, African children that knows, oh, my circumcision time has come. That's definitely me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Where's coming. Where's that analogy come from? Wow. <laughs> no anesthetic, nothing. No, no, you don't need your man. <laughs> you don't need that. Instead, it's going to come a week later. We'll be like, are you still in pain? All right, we'll give you a bit, yeah? Listen. <laughs> No, but to be honest, yeah, I think it's <laughs> like answer the question. <laughs> well, the truth, the truth is, the truth is, you always have to be honest. Yeah, because 100%. you you're kind of reflecting that with with yourself as well. You would want someone to be like straightforward because sometimes we aren't honest to ourselves. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because we're trying to be so like kind to yourself you're like oh let me take it easy on myself no let me ask you straight straight away do you want this juice or not you know what i mean mm. just giving an example so to speak so if Tolu is my friend and we've been friends for a long time what am i trying to beat around the bush for yeah. do you know what i mean if he's not happy with something why not just mention it right there yeah. dude yeah. you're not happy i can see it because yeah. i've seen in situations where you have been happy mm. comparing to that or comparing to this you don't look happy. Mm. So how can I help? Obviously, how can I make it better for you? Or, what's, you know, you kind of decide to show him a different perspective. So I see something and it's like, okay, you know what? I see it. Because we've had tough conversation about other stuff where he calls me like, dude, you need to sort this out. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Ah. And I'm, I'm sitting there going, ooh, God, ah, I'm sweating, man, I'm sweating, man. Ah, he's like, no, bro, you that can't get married hot. this. Like, you, you can't get married this, this. This needs to no 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 we no, get married, no we need to sort I'm this like, out. Okay, dude. I'm like, I always play. I always play that puppy has help me. <laughs> Do you know what though? Sometimes it feels like shooting a puppy. Yeah, because mm. Jonas, that's like my brother, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this conversation is tough. It's tough. Yeah. It feels yeah. like, yo, I'm yeah. about to shoot this puppy in the yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my leg. It's like, don't worry, heal. <laughs> but you know what, though? What I find about our friendship, though, is that you've always been quite open and quite honest with mm. where you're at. Yeah. And I think for me, that's one of the things we were talking about last week is that we're all people who will come with kind of our open wounds or where yeah. we're hurting or the things that are wrong and be willing to discuss those things. Mm. And that also encourages and invites people to speak into that and to bring healing yeah. and to bring correction where it needs to be brought. And that's yeah. what I've always found with Jonas is that we can just have these conversations like dude this is how i feel this sucks mm. or like you know but we always get to a good place with it because we can be open mm. yeah and also think sorry nash uh, i think because there was a moment i think with with tolu and i because also from where we were coming from as well because there was a point in time where we were both in the same place mm. like drowning it's like okay. i, I, I want to help you <laughs> but i'm but i'm drinking this water as well like <laughs> So it's like you could see breath coming out. out of him oh and then his breath is going and yours is going. So you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you can breathe. Can't. 
and it's like I can't assume it's like me neither so it's like okay we died together it was like and then God and brought God us back to us. life God saved God us God saved us and oh when he saved gosh. us from that time we're like okay oh, brother good. I got you for the I rest got. of our lives <laughs> yeah, like yeah. there is there's so nothing. we've seen the the you know the 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 deep vulnerability yeah. mm. and then from that point pointing place it's like we always treated to be like okay we've been here bro yeah, it can't so get worse it yeah. can't get anywhere it can't get any worse than that because it that can't. was horrible and you know what actually we should link the that davy flowers set so yes. there was, oh, so imagine hey. how tragic this is yeah so one of the turning points was we were going to Bible study on a Friday night at thingy, right? Yeah. And I met Jonas in McDonald's before. McDonald's of all places. Yeah. In this mm. dingy McDonald's. He's like, bruv, I found this thing. And it's like, it's like this little pearl of treasure. <laughs> and it's this worship set. By he just like leans across the table with like his headphones. Less and he's like, bro, beats. listen to this. <laughs> And it was like this Davy Flowers IHOP set from like, what would it have been like three years ago at that three time? Years, it was yeah, from 2013. Yeah. And we're like two years on from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this this, oh, this set just Carried changed us. our whole life. So like, we're just like, we even it, now sometimes. It was like the last piece of food that uh, that woman in the Bible had. We'll eat this and, and then we'll go like die. We'll die, yeah. That, that was it. And we're sitting in McDonald's, like, going, how's your wound today? How's your wound today? And it's a Friday night in London in McDonald's. It's tragic. This whole place is a mess. That was a turning point. Sorry, Nash, you had something to say. I think hearing what you guys are saying, I'm thinking this is so lively, so nice, and I've experienced it, and I'm in it. But I feel like everything you guys are discussing and sharing, I'm thinking... This works because you guys are dudes. All of you guys being guys, it works so well because of how you guys reason, because of how you guys do life. I feel like you guys being guys, you connect on that level. Like guys are already more to the point, straightforward than females are. Most females, I find, can be quite roundabout in a way. I feel like what's interesting, right, is that although we're very direct, guys generally struggle with expressing emotion and their wounds and their vulnerabilities. Mm. And that's where I feel like women are stronger in some of those areas. Mm. What we talk every day. Yeah. Like even just you're a lot more intimate naturally. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as guys, we struggle with that. But when you guys get it, when we get get it, exactly. We can just have that boom, boom, boom. But it is a little bit harder in some ways for, I feel like girls to communicate like you're saying. Because sometimes I feel like because you guys maybe don't have it all the time, when you get it, you cherish it. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, no, this is real. I'm going to hold on to this. Mm-hmm. Whereas with females, we have that. You can have it with a woman. and like Especially now as a mom, you can go down like Tesco. You're in the na- nappy aisle. You meet another mom. She starts telling you, yeah, my mom's teething. Yeah, mine too. I haven't slept. <laughs> I feel so sad. <laughs> you're getting deep and intimate in the middle of an aisle and you just met the woman. So I feel like sometimes we can... Um, at times not value it as much mm. and so it's like you have this friendship which is so kingdom it's so beautiful it's so cutting but mm. you just let go of it you don't treat it with the same like ten, Precious. yeah, preciousness as you guys do to kind of keep it because kind of like I can have the, I have it with this sister this sister that sister yeah. just drop one sister pick another sister up type of vibe <laughs> so even hearing how you guys are talking about it about and, and another thing I was thinking I'm thinking boy I've I've had it rough in my life with females in this area in terms of 
having those direct conversations mm. to be able to say, yeah, hey sis, I might need to work on this. I, I feel like sometimes, and I really don't mean this to sound sexist. Yeah. And this is one of the things that like, I'm not racist, but <laughs> but like I feel like sometimes not racist right, of course, a white cat. You know, I've, I've got sisters, so I can't be sexist. But what I feel like sometimes is that like with guys, if there's a blow up, like guys, you'll punch each other in the face, you'll have a fight, and then after that, you're cool. Yeah, but sometimes definitely. there'll be fights with girls, and it's like ten years later, and they're still like, "Oh, and then she did." Yeah, it's like what? That was yeah. ten years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I feel like that's part of kind of some of the stuff that we need to navigate because mm. it, for me, it's like okay, even if some of that stuff hurt, I'm so good now. Do you mm. see what yeah. I mean? I'm not taking it personally. I'm trying to understand where yeah. are you guys coming from, yeah. but I feel like sometimes people can not take it that way and they will hold that you know so what do you feel like needs and this is like to everybody what do you feel like needs to change for us to be able to have more of those moments and conversations and relationships i think for me i would say laugh about it because i read this Mm. this guy said he says if you go through something really tough and then a few years down the line and you still can't laugh about it Mm. you're not over it Mm. because it needs to be a laughing stock now because it's gone even if it was the worst and I think this this lady asked him, she said, so you're trying to tell me that I should laugh about the fact that my ex-husband was very abusive? He says, no, laugh about the fact that maybe he missed the punch and he punched the wall. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and, and then yeah. she literally started to laugh. She says, yeah, I remember one day he tried to kick me and he kicked the door. And then... <laughs> And then and, I, and then and then she laughs. She says, "You know, it's actually true because that's very therapeutic." And yeah. it's like, yeah, mm. it's, it's it's those memories. What mm. you held on to, do you know what I mean? But if you held on to some memories that you know, you're like, wait a minute, this was funny because every every okay for me personally, a relationship whether I've had relationship with my uh, brothers or females, if um, it ends or finishes, I'm trying to remember. How was that relationship and what was so funny about the relationship? What did I learn from that relationship? Mm. And then because that sort of positive mindset towards that relationship doesn't remind me of the bitter mm. situation. Maybe that brother answered me badly. Maybe the lady, mm. you know, said something about me that I'm like, oh, wow. You know, wow, I didn't know I was that short. And like, okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, lady. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> seriously, some people in the world are five foot like... <laughs> You know, I'm not. So why you say it that way? You know, it's like you have to go there. Like, but but the truth of the matter is, you just kind of remember. Oh goodness, at least you could crack a joke. You know, yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? So you kind of bring the 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 sort of yeah. I think for me, it's just remember. Yeah, remember remember the good things that happened mm. at that time. Because otherwise, if you always remember the bad thing, it becomes difficult. And I think for men. Like Tolu, I don't want to sound sexy, <laughs> but but and 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 and, and let's oh, yeah, use yeah. let's use and yes. we're all in training. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like Nash said, sometimes I feel like men have a hard time balancing emotions and reality. Mm. You know, because men and women, men, huh? men, because to us emotions is like you want to because we're so used to being in control of things. So, like, mm. let's say you're in control of this, you, you bring me this, I can do this, I can produce this, I can do this, da, 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 da. but when it comes to emotions, mm. they hit you left and right. Like, sometimes you'd be, like, just chilling, and then it's like a punch for nowhere. Boom! You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, what you know? do I so do you're like, this? What in the world <laughs> yeah. just happened to me? And I, do you know what? I feel like that's why sometimes men struggle with worship. 
Because you just be there worship, yeah. Just and then you're crying. Lashed. You're like, what is happening? Why am I crying? It's not coming from my nose. Like, what is going on? <laughs> no, but I think you touched on um, a key point there, Jonas, about yeah. bringing joy into the situation. Mm. And I think there's a balance with that, with maturity. Mm. And maturity again is how long is a piece of string. You mm. don't, you can't tell you can't. necessarily when it will come. Yeah. But I think when that balance is reached mm. of maturity and understanding, mm. no, I can actually let go of the situation mm. and actually bring joy into it mm. and and even bring God into the situation. Yeah. You know, it's it's easier said than done. But actually, when you're in that predicament, mm. sometimes there's so much emotions and things going on, and you're trying to piece everything together, mm. but you don't actually bring God into the situation. That's really interesting because actually, even when I think about last week, we laughed a lot, oh right? Oh my gosh! Like we laughed so much. The whole thing, oh. you know. I actually oh. tried to stop laughing because <laughs> no, my cheeks were hurting. So I, I was getting cramps <laughs> in my cheeks. <laughs> no, I was getting cramps yeah. in my cheeks because yeah. it was so high. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was hurting. <laughs> and like it wasn't just you guys laughing I was laughing too <laughs> and I was in the hot but seat bro that's the, that's the beauty of it like you're yeah. able to laugh in that situation yeah. and laugh, yeah. I think that's that's why we cherish that moment so much because yeah. like what the point you were making Arnold was about outside of Christian circles how likely does that happen it's more of a ouch you hit me with something deep real hard now you're judging me step away <laughs> before I cut you back and that doesn't help develop that friendship no. yeah. and I think maybe that's why we get the whole you know um, categorizing friendships now these are associates these are <laughs> friends Isn't it? these are people that I only talk to on a good day when on their bad day you yeah. stay away from you know yeah so there's something I want to pick up on and ask you, Tolo, as well, because you yeah. were on the hot seat that day. What was it, from your point of view, that made you, number one, willing to sit through that kind of a conversation, mm. and number two, not just get up and decide to be like... I'll answer it for him. I'm out of here. <laughs> Food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, firstly, firstly, you guys put crumble? me into a food coma, and so I was going nowhere, yeah, was the yeah. first thing. <laughs> um... Because, just to elaborate as well, because I know that's not something that everybody's comfortable with. Yeah. It's it's a situation where if you're on the receiving end, it can be received like you lot are attacking me. Mm. So like, so yeah, speak into that. Why you didn't think we were attacking you? Yeah. So I feel like, so the approach I generally take is that feedback is good, right? Yeah. So even if it feels like, you know, so let's say for example, I get feedback from somebody who I don't know, and I get it in a bad way for me i still try and understand is there an element of truth in what that person is saying yeah so if i can do that with a stranger who doesn't have my best interests at heart then i should definitely be able to do that with my friends yeah who mm. should have my best interests at mm. heart but then i also think that in the in the conversation mm. you guys started by actually like encouraging me and exhorting me and saying look these are the things that we actually like about you that we appreciate about you mm. and because we know who you are who you should be where you're trying to go we actually feel that this thing will hold you back mm. you know it wasn't a thing of you're not good enough and this and that it's more like actually we think that you could be better if you do this we yeah. think that you know your life could be enriched sorry jonas has got to go no, it's, no I was just going to say it's probably because also they hold you in high esteem and they right. thought you could do better Israeli mm, friends are like yeah. mm. you know no this is not you you're swimming mm. low bro mm. you know what I mean it's like you can do better than this 
That's a good point. That's Jonas's mm. parting words because he's Jeez. got to go do Bible study. So <laughs> he has literally <laughs> dropped the mic on that point. My <laughs> yeah, that's that's really good. So, um, and yeah, I think just the humor. Like there was a lot of love in the room. Yeah. You know, there was, a, and I think it really started with your fiance, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I think, because I know that Nash was sending for me a lot. Yeah. But I think it kind of started. Yeah. Who's sending? Sending Why are you pretending? Like you. <laughs> I wish you could see Nash's face right now, because she knows she was sending hard. You were sending this tracks. <laughs> <laughs> like, real talk. Like, it was. It was. <laughs> but there was a moment that I remember where your fiance, she just kind of like looked dead That's at me. Gus's fiance, yeah. so yeah, because you guys are married and you know, <laughs> no, because they can't see who you're pointing. Oh, at, okay, yeah. <laughs> Gus is the one with the fiance, yeah. And she just kind of sat there and like looked at me dead straight on and said all this stuff, and I was like, raw, because we've <laughs> never had a conversation like that before, you know. I've known her for a long time, yeah. but she has never, not once. And I said, wow. Listen, even me, I said to Nash after you guys had left, I think the next day when I finally <laughs> had some strength, I was like, wow, I feel like I got to know her a bit better now. Real <laughs> talk, real talk, because I've been around her for, yeah. what, five years? Yeah. yeah. Six yeah. years? Yeah. And I just saw a different side to her, and she yeah. just, like, basically looked me dead in the face and said all this stuff, and I was yeah. like, yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Well, I yeah. respect that you actually said that. Yeah. You know? And I think maybe that comes from that, atmosphere where it's open space yeah and i think and maybe we're going on a bit of a tangent before you yeah, finish yeah, go, answering go. your, your no, question no, but i wanted to ask do you think that comes from um the whole affirming first mm. before we come in with the yeah the sandwich as nash is well, saying preparing bro, the sandwich it, it started before first. that though that's the thing even before the sandwich Steak. came because <laughs> yeah because because what kind of happened was there was that tough question yeah we had a little bit of conversation and but, then the affirming happened. But then if the affirming didn't happen yeah. and it just went straight into, into, yeah. into it, do mm. you feel like your perception of the situation could have been a tad different? Mm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I think... Because, sorry, go on. No, that's 100%. Yeah. Because I think even though I try and take things as positively as possible... You're human. I'm yeah. very yeah. human. I'm very So human. maybe that's the formula then. I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm very hesitant to say it's a formula because I think part of it is knowing who you who you're talking yeah. to. Yeah, do you see what I mean? Yeah. So, and that's why I feel like you guys know me very well. Mm-hmm. So even the stuff that because I'm weird because like I like words of affirmation, but I don't. Right. Mm. I find it so awkward. But you guys also know how to give that to me because I don't just like the generic. Oh, you're great, and I don't know. It's yeah. like you guys know me. You walk with me. You give me specifics mm. about things I do well or don't do like for me that's really valuable mm. so it's about knowing the person who you're speaking to yeah right but I don't think anybody really is gonna do badly with affirmations right yeah, yeah. and if, if it's coming from that place of this is the good that I see in you mm. and these are the things that I think you could work on yeah. I think most people would receive that but I wouldn't say it's a formula because if it don't work don't come back at us <laughs> <laughs> can I just say that, on that point would it be fair then to say that these kinds of cutting like wound bearing conversations yeah. can only really happen in the context of deep meaningful relationships like is that a fair point to say i think I feel like yes and no. yeah go on because the reason why i asked the question is because obviously one of the things you just mentioned is that we all know you mm. and somebody who doesn't necessarily know you may come with an opinion 
or some sort of feedback which isn't based on the context of you so that's why I'm asking the question I don't have mm-hmm. the answer I'm just actually just trying to flesh it out I feel like Nash has an answer do I? you said yes or no Sorry. yes or no because I'm thinking I think when you, when you have um, a relationship with somebody it can be more palatable yeah. because you already understand that now this person's got my back because yeah. we've got data history yeah. of other times you've been for me other times you've gassed me up other times mm-hmm. like you've yeah. got all of that to deal with yeah. but then i also think no because for example in a work setting yes. you might have colleagues that you don't know in a deep level but yes. they're doing something wrong and ruining the whole thing that yeah. you guys are working on yeah. mm. so and you still have to give them feedback to say oh hi molly um, is it possible for us to speak on Monday morning? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and to be able to say, oh, I've noticed on the project that a few times you kind of send the emails out a little bit later than usual. I'm yeah. um, just wanting to find out, is there a reason why? You see, and I think that's what I mean. No, I think that's the key though, yeah. because I've had to have some of those conversations. Yeah. And yeah. they're really tough, especially when someone is new into your team. Yeah, yeah. You, right. you don't know mm. their temperament, you, you don't, don't know, know anything. It, their weaknesses, no. you don't know if it, yeah. And that's why I like about the way you put it is that. I would have maybe asked the questions first, mm, like, yeah. how are you doing? What's going on? Oh, is yeah, there anything? The about that. Listen, oh. I'm still in the school trying to learn this stuff. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, is the most <laughs> diplomatic man that is so good <laughs> at... at <laughs> He can fire you when and you feel like you're so he's good. He's done your favour. <laughs> like, I don't know like how. He just got <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he does it. <laughs> I, think, I think it comes down to understanding people, right? Yeah. Because, so I had a situation actually this week where this girl she was like something had happened a meeting got missed or something like that and i just asked her what was going on she's like oh you know my dog's died and this and this and this and i'm like ah oh, do you see what i mean mm-hmm. but if i'd gone in with you missed the meeting da, what's, da, da, going, what's on? going on slightly different 100%. so that's why for me the kind of if you don't know somebody too feeling them out understanding them mm. you know finding out okay how do you feel that email that you sent went mm. do you see what i mean mm-hmm. very there's no good or bad yeah. it's mm-hmm. just how do you feel it went yeah and what if i said oh i think it's fantastic why do you feel it's fantastic because i put my heart and soul into it nailed okay. it and <laughs> how do you feel how, how do you feel that the person that you sent it to received it like what do you think they would have taken from your email mm. this person who sent me this email is a superstar yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have the, yeah because you have those people that do think no, okay there's nothing wrong with it but they so typically then, wouldn't say it they wouldn't say, but yeah. then the way i would go with it is like okay so i just want to give my opinion on it and the only reason I'm giving you this is because I actually really care about how your career is going to go here, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to succeed. And these are some of the things that I feel could help you to succeed more. And if you don't agree, I totally to fine. Some of these meetings with <laughs> because Honestly. listen, the last time when I tried to have a conversation like this, the lady I was speaking to started cracking. <laughs> like, I'm, and I kid you not. And I don't even think I even said anything. Wounded. <laughs> you opened a big wound. There. <laughs> like I just and and, and I, was gonna, I, I didn't know what to do with it. Like, <laughs> but I you need you in the room, bro. <laughs> like, no, I totally in your pocket. You can pull out. Honestly, like, pull it out. No, honestly. And I think that's one of the things that I feel like even maybe in Christian circles that we haven't necessarily been trained in as a people. Yeah. Just the mm. people's skills on learning how yeah. to speak. And yeah. sometimes I yeah. think we've been so the letter about the Bible says yeah. the Bible yeah. says. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And so because the Bible says Are we touching says on that? It, Are we we're touching <laughs> on it? Yeah, we can go there. Is it? Are we going there? Wait, wait, wait. Gus yeah, has the red bike. He's about to go. He's about to happen. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. No, please please finish first. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> 
He's finished first night. No, just the kind of, well, the Bible says this, because well, the Bible says we're supposed to unipare without ceasing. It's like, okay. Yeah, but yeah. what does that mean to you? Like, yeah. exactly. we understand each other Exactly. Like, no, but let's just, understand. And especially when it's almost like, a, oh, why were you, you know, why were you not there? Mm. Oh, you know, we're supposed to pray. The Bible says, it's like, okay. It can feel very and un- like you're antagonizing somebody yeah. without mm. having the kind of general just. And I used to be one of that, one of those people, maybe not to a certain level, but I was one of those people mm. in my ignorance and in my younger days in the faith, where I just yeah. thought, yeah, but the Bible says it. So what's the problem? Yeah, but I feel mm. like sometimes we want, as Christians, we want to be right. That's mm. it. Yeah, yes. that's because it. That's, mm. Mm. that's what it is. Right? <laughs> say it. We, say we, it. We, yes. <laughs> Yes, Ooh, we want to say be right again. because it's like, oh, study to show yourself approved. Yeah, you know, yes. there's all these things that yes. make it sound like we should just be right all the time. So That's if something it. is not right, we attack it. But mm. actually, we're meant to try and understand. Do you see what I mean? Like Jesus asks people. This is what I love about Jesus. Mm. Jesus asks people questions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he yeah. gets to understanding. Come on, and then he speaks to them and speaks to that place. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And actually, if as Christians, we did that more because, okay, let's say your example of a prayer meeting where mm. I can't make it and now you think that I'm backsliding and stuff. Yeah, okay. no, no, but that's how it can okay. be in Christian uh, no, but that, fellowship. That's how, that's how it comes across. That's how it comes right? across, literally. Like, your wait, literally. You, you put mm. something above praying, like what? But what if, <laughs> right? What if when you ask me, you know, okay, what was going on with you Wednesday night when we had prayer meeting? I say, oh, I just really felt like God was saying that I should go on a walk. And then on my walk, I actually met a homeless person who was about to commit suicide. And I prayed with them and they got saved. Mm-hmm. Okay. My drop. <laughs> Did you see what I mean? Yeah. But if you just go, no, pray without ceasing. But I was still even praying, just not with you. Mm. Right? Mm. So mm. is it about being right? Mm. Is it about, con- what, is, what is it about? Mm. Mm. Because for me, I feel like if I'm in a, even a work situation, right? If I'm just telling someone something because I feel like I'm right, and they need to know I'm right, mm. I would rather not tell them. Mm. I only want to say something to somebody if I feel like even outside of this situation we're having right now, it will help them, mm. right? So you might have talked to me in a certain way, but I can take it. But if you go and do that to someone else, yeah. that's gonna be a problem for you. Yeah, yeah. So really, the loving thing for me to do is to tell you this. So when I say to them, I'm saying this to you because I want you to succeed, it's not just words. Mm. I Because gen- yeah. if I don't care about you, you can behave however you want, mm-hmm. yeah, right? But I'm telling them, the only reason I'm even telling you this, and this is uncomfortable for me, is because I want you to succeed. Mm. You know, my mum always said this thing to me, like, she said something about like, I don't want you to turn around when you're older and say, why didn't you tell me, mm. right? If I'm messing up, she will tell me I'm messing up because later she doesn't want me to be upset because I'm ruining my life. Mm. Yeah. And she didn't tell me when she could have told me. Mm. And that's where I think sometimes as Christians is like, are we just trying to be right? Are we trying to make sure people stay in our fellowship? What are we doing? Mm. It's true. Exactly. And I think even something that I'm hearing in you saying all of that about even caring about someone's future is it's the, it's the principle of loving somebody as yourself, number yeah. one. Yeah. And like Philippians speaks about not being concerned with just your own interests, but the, the interests interest of, of others, others. and yeah. considering them more important. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Not just having your own personal agenda. Mm. Because I know even like from the conversation we had last week, I know that that wouldn't have necessarily been the easiest thing for you guys to say. Yeah. I could tell it wasn't just stuff that you guys had just thought about then. That's obviously stuff that you guys had thought about before. <laughs> no, like for real, yeah. right? We've been yeah. waiting for the yeah. plane to land. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's where I appreciate it because yeah. I know that it's not actually easy 
to always have those conversations. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Because it's quite a it's quite a big thing. Mm. You know, mm. this is something that can make or break friendships, right? Oh my mm. gosh, yes. Yeah. I was gonna say like I felt like from that conversation we had, yeah, we all seem to have um, an understanding of like iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And iron sharpening iron is not cute. Like mm. it's very. Yeah. It's just it's <laughs> the sparks. The sparks. Mm. And I felt like you understood that, and so you just took it. And we also understood that, so we were like, "Yeah, let's not kind of just cut him. Like, at least, <laughs> you know, <laughs> temporary." Wow, that was very blunt, there, Nash. Let's not just cut. Let's just chisel. Let's just slowly chip away. Let's move him out a bit. Yes. Yes. And then you put know? some oil on top after. Yeah, yes. Mm. Yeah, we didn't just come in there like you said. Just like, nah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I think what really helps that analogy there is the whole idea of you know the one who has wisdom has understanding Mm. and i think that is literally like the origin of what we've been talking about so far is having that element of understanding whether you know the person or you ask the questions to Mm. enable that understanding to start and then you're like oh okay there's actually there's content to, yeah. to yeah, what you're yeah, saying yeah. Yeah. For sure, for and sure, for it's sure. understanding one how to get that content if you don't know it yeah. which I think creates those frictional conversations because yeah. Yeah. as Nashi was saying you know we don't always learn how to conversate with one That's another all. you know we've come from different backgrounds yeah. cultures ways yeah, of speaking different households, different households. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, I come from a Nigerian household so like there is very different <laughs> tones some shouts yeah. some speak mm-hmm. low yeah. Yeah. So it's comprehending all of that and saying, okay, how do I pick out, you know, the content? I'm, I'm learning this even now, daily. every yeah, day. Yeah. Daily, yeah. I'm yeah. learning this. Me too. Having daily. to initially first understand content before yeah. I say something in this yeah. situation. For sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It escalates and I'm like, whoa, what, what happened, happened there? <laughs> and can we talk about that as well, that the point of actually listening because you know what the thing is we can ask the questions quick to right? listen oh, slow to speak there's like you know listen. somebody listening to this might say okay yeah now nah, i'm gonna go away i'm gonna ask the questions and then you ask the questions but you don't care what the person actually says yeah yes and then you want to push your point across yeah. yeah but again that verse is what came to mind the one i think you just mentioned mm-hmm. they are quick one. to listen slow to speak slow to anger <laughs> Yeah, yeah. On my other side, I just said it. That was marriage. <laughs> that was marriage right there. But yeah, being quick to listen because when when you do ask those questions, because even on that day when we had this mm. intervention, yeah. quote unquote, it was an intervention. There's like, no quotes on our quotes. It was, it was a full of intervention. I would say it's quote unquote, but others. I, what would you call it? What I would you call it? I would confidently call it intervention. Lash was the leader, so it's whatever she called it. She called it intervention. Intervention. I can confirm. But Tolly I mean, had his lawyer present. <laughs> my advocate. <laughs> I was gonna say. Okay, yeah, because e- yeah, even at the intervention, mm. um, when questions were asked, I genuinely saw and witnessed, and even myself, yeah, mm. understanding really did happen mm. because. I think even with the questions that were asked, it was based on the context of what we know of you mm. and mm. not assuming the worst, but yeah. actually asking the question for genuinely. understanding. Genuinely. Yeah, genuinely. Um, and it was from that understanding coming that the feedback that was given mm. could be given yeah. like, with accuracy. 
Mm. And here's the thing, right? Is that understanding happened both ways? So it wasn't just yeah. like you guys asked me questions. Yeah, I yeah, answered, yeah, yeah. you understood. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Actually, I understood mm. even in answering those questions. Mm-hmm. I understood more about myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah. you're mm. exploring things because people are asking you questions. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think questions are really, really powerful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they make you think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, not it's just a skill, though. Let's not lie. It's, it's, I think no, it's a skill, guys. <laughs> when a you skill. apply it to listening as well, it's a, it's a definite skill. skill. It yeah. is. Yeah. Definite skill. Because sometimes you're just trying to listen and then t- to be able to listen to someone speaking and then be having questions that are relevant to what they're speaking about. Yeah, mm. But not being distracted. Yeah. 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 That is a skill. So whenever I've seen it in the scriptures, Jesus doing it, I'm like, Jesus, I need this gift. But Please do you know help. what, though? <laughs> in the... Um, in like the rabbi culture yeah. they're not judged by what they know mm. they're judged by the questions they asked right. right because you remember there was that verse where i think jesus had stayed behind mm. and it said that they were impressed with the questions that he asked it didn't say they were impressed with what he knew and what he taught mm. it said they were impressed with the questions because that's how they're judged as a rabbi like what kind of questions do you ask like do you mm. ask a question mm. and i feel like you know what we were saying about being slow to speak I feel like that sometimes helps you with asking questions mm. because sometimes so like Nigerian culture it'll be like why don't you just do that yeah right That's all of us even Congolese they I do cannot it. speak for your culture I can <laughs> speak for mine do it. you know why you didn't Uganda? you just Uganda. do yes. that yeah, we do it to 100 like behind closed doors we're quiet and gentle when, when, when you see I'm like I can't even imagine even more decent Ugandans are like the silent assassins we <laughs> just be sitting there and they'll just be like why is the girl doing that <laughs> <laughs> the girl's not happy <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's a difference between why didn't you just do that mm. to oh, can you talk me through what happened in this? Like, mm. you know, what was going on when this happened? Like, how were you feeling? What mm. were you thinking? Because why didn't you just, is like, just is like, it's obvious like what it you Like, simple, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like, what stupidity stupid, are you Stupid <laughs> boy. Stupid boy. <laughs> stupid, like, inch. <laughs> it just has all this frustration and negativity. It's not yeah. actually trying to understand. It's like, it's obvious what you should have done. Why yeah. didn't you just do it? Yeah. Mm. You know, but actually... That's not that's not asking to understand. Yeah. That's almost asking to accuse. Mm. You know, and I think that's a real yeah. big thing that, yeah. as a Nigerian man, I've, <laughs> I'm really trying to learn every day. And I find that sometimes, even when I'm writing out e- emails. <laughs> The worst thing about emails is they're like eternal, right? Yeah. So once you've sent that email, you can't take it back. <laughs> so I'll be typing out this email and it'll just be like, mm, slow down, mm. slow down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Don't send emails. that bit. Don't send that bit. Email, I like the emails. I can just leave them in my draft and think about it some more. Yes. And then come back. Wisdom. Let yeah. God minister to you because that email was not godly. <laughs> Um, what advice would you guys give to somebody who is kind of struggling with um, how to speak to people? Because I think that's really what I think the work, the whole kind of wound of a friend. Mm. You have to learn. You have to know how to speak to people. So if someone is legit struggling with how to, like, how how do we help? How do they get help? I I think the first thing you can do as an individual is maybe open up yourself mm. um verbally in your communication about something that's relevant to the situation i think where you're going wrong as well no in terms of let's say for example 
you didn't know the reason but you knew that the reason was related to i don't know something being lost and the person's upset because they've lost something mm. maybe in that conversation bring in a situation where you've lost something and how you journey okay. through that scenario yeah and i i feel like what that does is open up that door of vulnerability mm. and understanding for the other person mm. to feel like okay they're at a place where they understand because mm. i think maybe again i'm just being hypothetical um, maybe it's a situation where as sometimes as individuals we don't always feel the other person will understand mm. and we feel alone but I think when you break that ice by sharing something that's familiar and yeah. similar yeah. I think the response is oh I'm actually not the only one yeah. and I think that yeah. definitely allows the conversation to open I think saying that even from experience whenever I've spoken to somebody that I know that I may not speak to as often or our relationship is not at the level where you would assume that those deep conversations can be had. Mm. I'll always share something mm. about myself mm. and that's teaching me to be vulnerable yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and also allowing the other person to communicate with me. And I think that's where all my friendships that have started off, uh, like let's say shallow, yeah. have gotten deeper yeah, by real. just opening yeah. up. I, I think it's like that thing about he who wants to have many friends should be friendly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's that same thing of if you want that vulnerability, you want that openness, you need to kind of put that Create out into the atmosphere. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think even just there's so much wisdom about communication, whether it's in the Bible, like a gentle answer turns away wrath. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's like some of these things, we just read them and we're like, yeah, yeah but it's so true yeah you know and even seeing how different situations in the bible go down and how does jesus respond in those situations is so key mm-hmm. and i think for me just understanding humans and communications so whether it's you know read books about emotional intelligence or watch videos mm-hmm. like i've watched some stuff on negotiation that was super mm-hmm. interesting from like this fbi guy mm-hmm. it's all the honestly like because people are literally gonna die if you say the wrong words mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. it's like I feel like there's so much content out there mm. that can help you and then you just practice it but you also have to be willing to know that I'm going to have some conversations that mm. are going to go really badly yeah. like mm. they're going to cry yeah right yeah, yeah. like because I've been in those situations yeah, yeah where yeah. you're like I'm really trying my best yeah. this person is not having it yeah. and it's just horrible yeah, yeah. yeah but those situations are actually good for you mm. because then when you look back you're like okay what could I have done differently Mm. you know how could I have said this differently did I get emotional like there's so many things so I think being reflective as well mm. so mm. being open to have those conversations go into them having prepared a little bit look at some content and stuff like that mm. but then be mm. willing to fail mm. like it's going to go badly sometimes right it is mm. and that's kind of part of life mm. but I feel like so you know with all the stuff that <laughs> happens like Black Lives Matter a lot of people were kind of like I don't know how to engage those conversations because I don't want to say anything wrong. Mm. And like, you can start the conversation Stations. by saying, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know how to have this conversation. I don't, yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. And then you're being vulnerable like you said, but yeah, you're also true. saying, look, the expectation right now is that I'm probably going to say something stupid in the next 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I just want you to work with me and be gracious to me because I really want to have the conversation. Yeah. 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 But sometimes we go, I don't want to do it. It needs to be perfect. I'm just going to do nothing. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, you don't care because you're doing nothing. It's like, no, I care so much. That's why I'm doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to say the wrong thing <laughs> or do the wrong thing yeah because yeah. Yeah. I value you yeah. Yeah. and I want to engage with you yeah. but I don't know if you will if I'll say it the right way or if you'll take it in the right way but if you preface it with that set yeah. the expectation look I suck at this so how do we bring that into our Christian circles like literally what mm-hmm. we just discussed now mm-hmm. how do we then 
apply that to our Christian circles because I think that's probably one of the issues that most people have mm. when it comes to communicating within our circles like mm. this is that whole under that that whole yeah. back and forth and <laughs> the little dance <laughs> yeah. like, no, do I do I no, no. so how do we get around that I think we need to chill out and stop taking ourselves so seriously yeah because like, the thing is I was actually going to ask a counter question to help us answer the question what is really on the other side of that kind of an approach where we feel that shame. we can't speak I would it's say shame, shame. Right? shame shame or pride I'm shame pride. and pride yeah so why do you say shame and why do you say pride? I say shame because with shame, there's a fear of judgment. Yeah. And if you're feared to be, so if you if you feel that shame, yeah, you're feared to be judged. But if you don't have that shame, yeah, you don't care. Okay. And you have a sense of freedom in that yeah. from a shame point of view. But I think yeah. that also links back to pride because yeah. I'm afraid yeah. that you're going to judge me as bad yeah. when I think I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Do you see yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I have so another I, one to add as well yeah. onto that. So you've said shame. You've said pride. I was just going to say fear. Mm. Because mm. I think if you've been something like this, this was me before. This was me before that um, mine, I stopped speaking because of fear of rejection and fear of getting it wrong and fear of hurting people that I loved. Mm. Because mm. it was like, I'm getting it wrong. I don't know why I'm getting it wrong. I'm trying to say the right thing, but it's somehow it's causing me to hurt people I love mm. and then mm. friendships are becoming bruised or some of them broken to the point of no repair mm. and I still don't know what I've done wrong. Mm. So it's almost like if I don't say anything, I'm not being a loving friend because I'm staying quiet. Mm. But then mm. when I do speak, I'm hurting people. So I now don't know what to do. And so then I won't say anything because I don't want, I'm scared I'm going to get it wrong, if mm. that makes sense. So yeah. I don't know if you'd still say that's like subtle pride or subtle shame, but I know mm. it was a deep fear of mine of, I, I don't want to hurt more people. I feel like these things are all kind of linked. That's what I was going to say mm. as well. I yeah. feel like they're linked. And I feel like for me, there's always two sides to it, right? So there's the side of you as the person who is speaking and then the side of the person who's receiving. Mm. And I feel like at the moment we're quite focused on, okay, how do we put things across in a way that people can receive? Yeah. Mm. But we also need to think about how do we get people to receive in a way that even if someone doesn't put it across in the best way, you still get to a good outcome. Ooh. And you know what the deep thing Hello. is? What I, just, what I just saw as well is that the same answers that you gave for the person giving is the same answers for the, the same problems for the person receiving. receiving. Mm. Because when you're on the receiving end, you have a sense of not Come wanting on to be ashamed. Yeah. And being made to have seemed somehow... Exactly at fault when you think that you're flawless and you're at fear of your reputation being dragged through the mud so it's like it's literally the same three triplets Mm. (laughs) on both sides of the coin so I guess maybe one of the questions to feed into the question Gus asked is how do we directly one identify those three things because this is the thing we can talk about this now generally somebody listening to this might be suffering with all three of those things and not even know it for themselves mm. so what are some ways that we can identify it maybe in ourselves yeah. and then number two for overcome. the receiver is it for receiving or both? Yeah, whether you're the receiver both. or the giver and and i feel like part of it is like is giving it to god in the way of you know my heart right so even if it's in the morning right saying god i want to be willing to receive feedback Mm. correction whatever it is today with grace help Mm. me in those moments Hmm. to see it the right way 30 day challenge Mm. right pray that prayer every Every day day. Mm. be like god how do like help me Mm. right and i want to be able to speak the truth in love right yeah Mm. help me to do that in those situations because for me it's very real in day-to-day situations where like stuff is happening and i'm like 
I literally want to cuss you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> if you knew the words that formed in my mind sometimes, yeah? Oh, but the red fireman. <laughs> the Yoruba man comes ready for everything. Yeah. But then in those moments, God will really just like be like, nah. Kind of like ask this question, mm. or you know, just having that moment of I'm going to be slow to speak mm. right now mm. because fire might come out. Mm. So, <laughs> so Lord, like, what do I say? Yeah. You know, like make it very real to you in that moment that God is there because we're his children right he loves everybody so he actually wants edification of everybody mm. and actually if as christians we can speak god's words to people it will build it will build That's life it. it will you know That's it will it. encourage mm. you know but if we just allow us to be the devil's mouthpiece and just mm. speak whatever comes mm. to our, our flesh no, you need to have filters I know our, our culture is not about the filter life, but well, we, that's, we, that's what's mad. It is on Instagram. <laughs> all the no, filters. No, but it's filters in the wrong place. Yeah. You know, yeah, not, not in our mouths. Yeah, in our we mouths. Can say what we want. Yeah, we need filters in the mouths. Wildfire. Because that whole no filter stuff is not cute, and I don't like that whole thing as well, where people assume I'm keeping it real. Like I'm real. I'm a realist. I no, keep it rude. real. Mm. I say it how it is. And for some reason, saying it how it is with no filter, with no consideration of how you're packaging anything it just goes because one you're a christian two you read your bible and three you're real i'm like but, but i feel like the it. whole real thing is what the world does and we shouldn't be trying to copy that we shouldn't be but, yeah. but it's happening easy. within our, our community though yeah and it can very easily become bullying as well yeah because that's real. the other thing is that when somebody builds up that kind of a reputation of being the person who's real it's almost like when they come into the room, everyone's shook. Everyone's pr- they don't want. They don't want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you do get called upon, it's like nah, nah. But, but that's the thing, right? Do you think that people are scared of Jesus? Nope. I think some people would have been, but yeah. And I think they hate. I think they didn't like him because he shone a light on what they were doing. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think they were afraid of. Him. I don't think and they I, were afraid no, I think it depends who, though. I right? personally. Yeah. As for whether anyone was afraid of him, I don't know. But I'm just thinking about the fact that people who were maybe in the camps of the Pharisees and Sadducees, they definitely rolled their eyes. They did probably something. had a different experience of yeah, what they. Some of them loved Jesus. Yeah, no, some of them definitely That's the thing. did. But I'm saying, when you, from what we do see, I, I think from the way that I read it, I would probably take the impression that a bunch of the guys that were critical of him and yeah. not accepting of him. Yeah were also probably the ones that felt a way about his presence. Whereas when we look at the people who were a lot more like the woman, the woman, um, the woman caught in adultery, yeah. somebody like her, the people who were conscious and aware of their sin, because mm-hmm. that's the difference between the two um, categories of people I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. The ones who knew their sin and knew their need for salvation. Yeah. Those are the ones that I'm sure the way that their experience of being around Jesus, I don't think it was ever fear. But but I don't feel like he was intimidating in his personality. I yeah. feel like he threatened their position and their power. Yeah. And that's what they didn't like. Yeah. Right. Mm. Because you see some of the things they say, like, oh, but if we do this, then the people will do that. And, yeah. mm. and that's why they didn't kill him right away. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. But I, I feel like people wanted to be around Jesus. Yeah. Right. A lot of people don't want to be around Christians. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who, who wanted to be around Jesus? The sinners, the, the pe- sinners people did. who needed. But the one you understand, they need yes. the saving. Yes, because the ones who yeah. were all concerned about their knowledge yeah. and yeah. felt like they knew more than Jesus and they knew their scriptures. We are children of Abraham. 
those were <laughs> yeah, those were the ones who would have I was like what Arnold was saying would have rolled their eyes who would have thought who is this person challenging my position it was still there in it yeah of course because you brought the light of course (laughs) (laughs) they were still in the room yeah yeah, that's very true and I do think yeah that's very true because I'm thinking back to again our intervention last week Mm. (laughs) I'm smiling as I think about it because it was so beautiful we stayed till like six in the morning yeah I wasn't trying to duck out anywhere I I learned so much that day but anyway go on let me let you finish your point you weren't trying to run away from us no you were more than comfortable to sit there and get lashed one after the other And laughed. Yes. Honestly. And we laughed in between each one. <laughs> and he was like, I want some more. <laughs> and it was just like, wow, kind of thing. And I think it, it just showed me like what, you know, you're saying, Arnold and Gus is also saying that the people who, I did, who actually wanted to have a change in life, mm-hmm. who wanted salvation, they wanted... Um, something positive they wanted growth Mm. they sat by jesus and was like i'm here i'm committed Mm. where Mm. else can i go Mm. like what do i need to do to be Mm. saved like i'm here i'm here for all of it and i felt that's what i saw from you tolu last week like you weren't i could see that you wanted to grow Mm. i could Mm. see that you were like I'm happy this conversation is happening because something in me is going to change. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what, yeah, yeah. but I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And that was really beautiful to see because I was like, wow, there's still believers that want to grow. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> no, because these you days... You touched on a good point there, that yeah. click between wanting to grow, yeah, yeah. which allows that freedom mm. to take on correction, mm. yeah, take yeah. on information mm. because there's that desire to grow. Mm. So would it be safe to say then without that desire... You can't Sometimes, receive. yeah, you can't, you can't receive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Blacksmith Furnace. But it's true because yeah. I think literally, like, these are the questions that we have to really ask ourselves as Christians: Is do we do we want to be celebrated and made to feel good, or do we want to grow? Mm. Mm. Because the whole celebrating and being made to feel good can be something that's built on so much pretense and so much falsehood but if we really want to grow we have to understand that there's going to be some growing pains Mm. um and again like i'm thinking again about the 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 teaching of jesus in john 15 about um the pruning process Mm. come on come on literally like come on practical process (laughs) of knowing that because the thing is naturally you're thinking oh yeah you're bearing fruit so it's like okay that's great keep bearing more fruit let me water it a bit more Mm -hmm. but the principle he teaches is that you bear fruit you about to get pruned yeah you're gonna get stripped back like (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna get stripped back so much that the fruit that maybe you've been bearing Mm -hmm. might not look so clear Mm -hmm. on the outside Mm -hmm. but what it's gonna produce in you is something that's mm. going to cause you to bear so, so much, much more, more. fruit mm. in the later days. Mm. And I think that's kind of the... That's where we need to get back to with our with our, with our believing and our Christianity. Yes. Do you think that... You saying that remind Nash, you mentioned the point about rejection. Mm. Yeah. In our friendship, sometimes we have fear of feeling rejected. Yeah. Mm. So do you think having that understanding, what you've clearly said there, mm. is the answer to recovering from rejection? So... Mm. I feel yes and I also have this teammate and he just said to me he's like T you need to embrace rejection Mm. I was like you're stupid (laughs) (laughs) why would you say something like that right honestly (laughs) 
Honestly, but then I'm loved. Like, my father loves me. <laughs> Why would <laughs> I embrace rejection? Like what? <laughs> and he just broke it down for me that like rejection isn't the end of the world. Come on yeah, now, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 feedback. It's mm. learning. It's yeah. growth. Like it can be painful, mm. but it's it's part of life. Mm. And what's crazy? What's really crazy is that half the time you weren't going to get rejected anyway. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you see what I mean? Mm. So when you put yourself out there. You get good feedback, you make a good connection, but someone might absolutely reject you, mm. right? But even in that, you can understand, well, okay, why did they reject me? You know, mm. what was going on? Mm. And it's okay. Mm. It, yeah. You're not going to die, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And he said that, and I was like, what? But I, he really explained to me, and I said, you know what? What's the worst thing if you have that conversation with a friend, right? And then actually you realize that, look, we really aren't compatible in that way we're not really meant to be friends like that. Yeah. And you're actually free to go and find somebody who you can do that with. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's my thing with like, even like relationships, right? People are afraid to be themselves mm. because what if they reject me? That's mm. great. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're, you're mm-hmm. not gonna, gonna thank you. Yeah. You're not yeah. gonna waste years of your life yeah. trying yeah. to pretend to Come be on. somebody yeah. because yeah. you're trying to get their acceptance. Mm. Be yourself, yeah. there yeah. will be people who love you for yourself. That's yeah. Cool. and actually that's where the real acceptance is so for me rejection is actually quite a good thing like, yeah. Yeah. embrace it like it's okay if I'm in situations where I might be rejected that's cool yeah it builds a solid foundation because yeah. if yeah. you keep if you keep responding and reacting to what people are asking you to change to yeah. you're just swaying in the wind who are you because mm-hmm. tomorrow it will change the day after that Literally. the expectations will change mm-hmm. and you'll never ever be in a position where you're solidified in yourself no. and finding and yourself come on it reminds me of the verse that says that the fear of man brings a snare come on and because mm. that's what it's rooted in it's the fear of man the yeah. fear of man rejecting you, mm. man's opinion of you. Mm-hmm. yeah and the bondage that it brings like you said bro like it's mm. wild yeah it's funny because you said about your we're accepted by our father in heaven and we're kind of joking but it's mm. the truth it's right? the truth yeah. it's the truth <laughs> the right. utmost truth because it, it doesn't say like the fear of God brings a snare it's the fear of man brings a snare mm. because mm. God it, God accepts you mm. God you know so really what does all of this other stuff really mean in the mm. grand scheme of it nothing but what is also so good about God is that it says about how he sets the orphans in families and those yeah. kind of things mm. yeah. God builds families and communities around people mm. yeah. you know it's just us to connect into that Mm. you know he does that for everybody there's no one who he wants to be alone in Mm. that way Mm. he wants everybody to be connected in Mm. yeah so he has places and people who are going to love you for who you are they're absolutely going to challenge you and absolutely going to say do you see that bit of you that bit's not cool yeah Mm. right but it's not like whimsical stuff it's like actually no this is going to wreck your integrity yeah Yeah. you know and that's what you need you know and so something that i'm even visualizing as you were speaking is the fact that the bible makes it clear that we are the body of christ yeah and so being a body something that i do strongly believe is that there's different body parts and that body part can even be a community yeah for example mm, for sure so yeah. the finger could be a type of a community for sure the Come ear on. could be a type of a community for sure and those communities will have certain things that maybe they identify with and like that makes their community like like-minded yeah. but different in some ways from other parts of the body and so on the whole rejection point of view, literally you could be like a toenail hanging out with the nose. Mm. <laughs> like, it doesn't want to be near the nose. And it just doesn't work out <laughs> yeah. because yeah. it's it's not placed, you're not positioned in the right space maybe for what you're doing and what your part is in the body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so on that rejection thing, I, I, think, I think that's a really big thing Huge. because 
we as believers have to come to a place where we're comfortable with who we are and where we are in our process with God. Mm. Because even within that, like the person that I am today, I know for a fact I don't hit 100% on every single angle. I've got so much work to do to, in, in my, I've got so much more work I guess to be fleshed out yeah. in in who I am and my representation of God on earth essentially mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that mm-hmm. and it, you know <laughs> I'm it's a lifelong it. process literally right? and, and yeah. that's the process of what we call sanctification yeah. just growing with God in Christ yeah. Yeah. it's the journey of every single one of us as disciples mm-hmm. and I think being comfortable with who you are and where you are in your process is something so important because it, it kind of gives you the the vim to keep going yeah if you are yeah. rejected in a certain space yeah 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 like, yeah yeah and i think it's also like there's a verse that me and jonas love and it says the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the lord and he yeah. delights in their the ways, ways. Yeah. yeah right yeah. so i'm even just thinking like as as this is all happening yeah god is happy yeah right as i'm walking out my process as i'm going through my way god is delighted and i'm like that's so dope (laughs) right (laughs) that is so dope like because even when i'm not happy with it god is like no he's doing it he's going you know it's not it's like when your daughter starts to walk and Mm. stuff and she's doing the things and she's you're like Look at what she did. 100%. Like she just vomited everywhere. But look at what she did. Yeah. You know, and that's what it's like. Like yeah. even when we mess up and we've yeah. got stuff all over us. Yeah. God's like, but he's trying. Yeah. Yeah. Making steps. Yeah. Like, I love it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Any more before we before we close? No. I think that the one thing that I do want to say is even to the listeners, I would strongly encourage like to look for and even try and I think create these kinds of spaces in your friendship circles. For sure. Mm-hmm. Because I kid you not, that, that intervention that we had, was it last week? Yeah. Even though I wasn't in the hot seat, genuinely, like God is my witness, I feel like even I grew through yeah. the whole process mm. same like just being in mm-hmm. the room mm-hmm. I think and, and just like yeah being a part of it I, I learned so much I grew so much and I think I can see how it's such a beneficial process for all of us in those kinds of for situations sure. mm-hmm. which sure. yeah may be risky it may mean that you know saying some things may potentially cost you a relationship if somebody's not willing to bear it mm-hmm. um, but you know be prayerful I think that's really key. Be <laughs> yeah. prayerful, like, even as you're Be in prayerful. the moment. Like, yeah. and that's what I really like because for me there was a lot of thoughtful things that were said. It mm. wasn't just like blah 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 blah. Like yeah, you yeah. could tell that these were thought of things. Yeah. And I really feel like for me that bonded us all as friends and oh, brothers and sisters even, even more. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And like I tease you guys for like for cutting me. But <laughs> I, I don't think you know just how much I appreciated that mm. time that we yeah. were able to have yeah. and that we, you guys were actually willing to do that for me like I, and you fed me before like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I just felt so loved I was like they fed me they sharpened me physically and spiritually yeah, yeah. and they sent you out and then they sent me out <laughs> on to the next tough conversation <laughs> wonderful but what, you go no one thing I was going to say before we close is um, something that we all did that day was create time Mm. And I think I just want to encourage anybody who is uh, talk about it. in talk. that situation talk. where they are desiring to have those kinds of friendships on those groups mm. um, and they're getting frustrated and maybe forgot 
the things that they did before that was good mm. i.e making that time mm-hmm. being the one who's going to the house or mm. making the coffee meet up just continue to do that mm. yeah, because yeah. you will bear fruit from that mm. and and god brings together matches just like a magnet so yeah. when he f- when you do find that group of people who share the same desire yeah. you will find you know you will find okay. your tribe yeah. mm-hmm. you will yeah. find them and yeah i want to encourage people to do that because even from my experience i remember i went through a seasons where i was pouring so much into people mm. and i wasn't necessarily receiving it back right. the way i did mm. the way i expected it to be for one and yeah. two receiving anything back yeah. mm. so it does it can make you tired so i definitely understand that but if i wasn't encouraged mm. if i wasn't going trips 45 minutes away <laughs> when i don't need to do yeah, right yeah. putting yeah. petrol yeah. in my car Fuck, right? But when he also has a very nice car. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, well, it's nice to drive the spaceship up, you know. My little Honda is not going to save. Yeah, but it's it's those little seeds that no, you real. plant yeah. from, you know, making that effort, you reap it afterwards. Because oh, if yeah, I didn't do yeah, that, yeah. So I wouldn't be in this circle so right now of my it's friends so that true. I have it's now, so you know. True. And I would, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's true though. It's yeah. true. Because you reap what you sow. Because we didn't yeah. actually overlap that much at church, right? We didn't. I you pretty didn't much even left church just as you, you came. Yeah. You didn't actually yeah. church together no, at all. We didn't. All. Like, no, I think but, one service, yeah, the one that yeah. you were leaving. The, the transition. <laughs> yeah. And, and then yeah, it was Bible studies on Fridays after that. But if I didn't, if we didn't pursue that friendship, like we would have been just, yeah, the other guy from church that we met, you know? <laughs> He'd have just been my replacement, didn't it? Yeah. One out, one in. No, but all jokes aside, I really want to encourage people who yeah. are desiring the friendship, trying, but are being rejected to keep going. Keep going. Because True. I know that yeah, feeling going. and that struggle, but yeah, God is with you and sees you. And you also grow from that situation. True. Like we've yeah. been talking about rejection. You grow from that rejection. So and self-analysis is not bad. It's a good yeah. thing. It's a good man. thing, guys. It's oh, a good thing. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's not bad to, you know, battle with your flesh mm. and understand what, I worked on that last week. Like, <laughs> I gave them a gift. What was wrong with my gift? That's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. And I think like one thing that I've been learning in this season about friendships, it's all about what you give and not what you receive. Yeah. You're in a friendship to give what you have in your capacity mm. to somebody else. Mm. And the receiver also does the same thing so if everybody's giving nobody lacks anything if i'm constantly pouring out into you tolu and arnold is pouring out to me even if you don't pour back to me it's okay that's exactly that's exactly because i feel like people expect i pour into you you pour into me yeah no it doesn't have to be that way yeah i pour into you you pour into arnold arnold wasn't like yeah. it's a chain and that's and why that we're the body yeah mm. and that continues from making the effort yeah. to pursue those friendships because mm. if i just pursue a friendship with you and not with arnold yeah. and i'm expecting to get from me from you then i'm You're empty missing all out. the time and i'm missing You're out, missing out. <laughs> arnold's meant to pour into you i'm not meant yeah. to yeah. Yeah. and everybody has their capacity in their season yeah. on how much they can pour out yeah. so it's yeah. okay to have friends who right now they're not the friend that you expect them to be. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's they don't it. change your friendship. That's but maybe it. when you get married, they're your best man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Real talk. Because not only Real do talk. they have the skills, but yeah. you can yeah. trust them because yeah. of how your yeah. friendship are. Mm. So True. different friendships 
is not a bad thing yeah. not everybody so has to be thing. yeah mm. it's a oh my it's goodness it's a good thing, thing. Mm. the so fact good. that i can go to people who do this but as a yes. profession mm-hmm. they do that diversity <laughs> they do diversify yeah. your portfolio yes. <laughs> yes. Come on. Yes. you know you literally took that from my really are what lily just sitting in my head and all of a sudden come on now <laughs> diversity in that portfolio is the one it's true it's the, what's the point of having the same friend every time <laughs> that's a bad investment <laughs> <right>? honestly <laughs> mad losses <laughs> yeah. spread your investment because one will perform when another one is not exactly exactly and yeah, that set me free when, when, I, yeah. when the lord revealed that well, not just revealed it but it came up in life it's just the whole thing that you're saying Gus about do not expect for you to receive from the person you give to. Mm-hmm. Ah, I was mm-hmm. like healing automatically, yeah. instant. Jesus didn't give ah. to receive back. Yeah, he mm. gave because that's, that's his demonstration of love. And mm. I think it even draws back to that our understanding of love. Yeah, mm-hmm. if yeah. we are giving to receive, we're not loving we're not our loving. neighbor. No, yeah. not at all. No, we no, really are not. Yeah, it's conditional. Yeah, it is. Mm. So, yeah, guys, just encourage everybody who's in that limbo area just yeah. keep going with your friendships man keep pursuing them someone will find the gem in you Galvin, <laughs> i think it's galvanizing gus brings it all together at the end we've been, we've been struggling for that nickname galvanizing gus <laughs> oh my well. God. thank you so much for listening to another episode of the reason to behold podcast peace out <laughs> I think this is why Arnold generally closes these things out because it's not my thing. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much. Like, comment, yep. you know, get at us. Yeah. We want to hear what you think. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Peace. And thank you guys for coming on. Sorry, that was a late one. But yeah, thank you guys for coming because I think, do you know what it is? We obviously we do a bunch of episodes but I feel like this is one of those episodes that gives even the listeners yeah. a bit of an ear into some of our, our lives. wider circle <laughs> and our lives yeah. but, but, but one thing they have question. other friends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they think we're just sitting on the time. <laughs> but one thing anybody that asks what was the intervention about we will not be answering we need a patch <laughs> drawn in blood it will not be a <laughs> that will not be an answer question <laughs> 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 in the room stays, stays in the room, in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>